Hi, everybody. Welcome to Passion Fruits, a passion project for passionate people. I'm your cranberry, Daniel. Dang it! I was going to be cranberry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Thanksgiving theme. All right. Then I'm your crab apple, Adam. Ooh. And we have a very special guest on tonight. I'm yes, back. <laughs> I'm your black cherry, Braxton. Ooh, black, black cherry. cherry. Yeah. Of any relation to Buck Cherry, the band? Oh, that's also a favorite. We're, we're, that's a episode next season. Yes. <laughs> anyway, uh, so what we do on this podcast, Adam, what do we do on this podcast? Well, first of all, a podcast is like the radio. It is the radio for the internet. For, for the internet. But yes, thank you. We, we should preface this by this is kind of our interim episode, our, sure. our 2019 roundup. Yeah, definitely. And on all prior episodes, we uh, we really delved into the minds of the various people of serial killers. Wow, and how they mind work. hunters. <laughs> <laughs> we are mind hunter. Yes, we are. <laughs> we are the show of mind hunter, uh, and we discover what takes someone from being a casual fan to a passionate fanatic. About exactly. A subject. Yes. Many subjects. All the subjects. <laughs> so yeah, we've had multiple, multiple episodes and multiple multiple subjects for our first season how many episodes has there been we did 21 episodes that's impressive guys yeah. thanks very man. impressive Thank thanks uh, i mean i would say that's why you're here to cut that down us. about halfway next time <laughs> I'm, I'm just kidding just focus on adam's episodes <laughs> what <laughs> Fuck you. there's a there's a we have to do more a lot of separate trains more model trains <laughs> our most listened to episode yet let me tell you. Yeah, right. I'll oh, yeah. share the numbers with you. <laughs> I know what the most listened to episode is. Um, so yeah, today we are going to do kind of a 2019 roundup. We're going to talk about the things we were passionate about in 2019, whether they were from 2019 or from earlier years, or maybe even from the future. Oh, whoa. Yeah, scary, right? And, uh, and our good friend Braxton is here. Yes. As, uh, Braxton Black Cherry. Black cherry. Uh, I w- preferably, if I had been given enough of a heads up, I wanted to do a fact check for the whole season. Oh, but wait, that would require me to listen to all of Dan's episodes again, <laughs> and I just wasn't willing to do that. Okay, dear listeners, <laughs> we told Braxton two months ago that we wanted him on for like a last roundup episode, uh, so he had plenty of time to prepare. While the later episodes certainly did get long. Um, you had plenty of time to listen to those episodes. So, uh, next season, I believe surprise th- to listeners, at 10 minutes at the end of every episode, I will be coming on to do a fact check, a Braxton fact check, just like Monica Padman, an armchair <laughs> expert. I know Adam knows what I'm talking about. I we're, believe We're just ripping off armchair expert. Yeah, we're ripping now. off armchair expert. It's uh, like Braxton is sitting on a very luxurious couch right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the Lazy Boy provided. We're donating yeah. it to Habitat for Humanity Subaru, afterwards. Subaru Lazy Boy. Um, yeah, I think this is probably going to be the episode where I actually fight somebody, namely oh. Braxton. <laughs> okay. Let's be kind to each other. Be kind. Rewind. So uh, this episode, let's just hop right into it. Why don't we talk about some of the episodes we did earlier this year and talk about maybe give some updates like back in our very first episode we talked about the heavy metal music band metallica and they of course had some big news uh this year uh recently because james hetfield went into rehab died 
R.I.P. R.I.P. No. It was a good run, James. For whom the bell tolls. (laughs) No, please don't say that. He's alive. He's alive in in rehab. We were just hoping he would die. Maybe not alive and doing well, but he's alive and in rehab, okay? (laughs) Our thoughts go out to you, James. Yes. So, yes. So, for this section, let's talk about um, updates that, you know, don't warrant an entirely new episode. Because uh, that was the extent of what I guess we could talk about with James Hetfield. <laughs> if Braxton ever shuts up. <laughs> We're doing these micro episodes, micro dosing, if you will, of passion fruits. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Um, but then I also wanted to talk about Halo, the Halo <laughs> games. <laughs> so um, I don't know if you guys know this, but Halo Master Chief Collection on Xbox One on Game Pass and on is now on PC. So all of the Halo games, except for Halo 5, are now on PC, along with Halo Reach, which is huge news. What's Halo Reach? It is a prequel game that was set uh, leading up to (laughs) the first (laughs) Halo game. Is that why you got this super dweeby new computer? Uh, yeah, dog. <laughs> yeah. Super dweeby. No, it's just to play, uh, it's just to play Lego Monopoly. <laughs> uh, it's just to play, uh, Minecraft. Um, yeah, so that's awesome. That's kind of fun. Yeah. I mean, that means nothing to me, but okay. <laughs> Are we going to cut this entire fucking section out? Because <laughs> you guys, I'm doing a lot of yes and, and you guys are doing nothing. So, so let, let's 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 dive into this section just a little bit here. <laughs> I so, was trying to. <laughs> Here's what I got. What's Halo Reach? I don't play those fucking games. <laughs> I'm a bastard. <laughs> Scientifically. Wait, who said they're a bastard? You or Adam? You. Okay. <laughs> that sounds about right. That's, that's okay. a toss-up, <laughs> depending on the context. I get it. Uh, no, but the, we the the purpose for the section. <laughs> I've already mentioned it a couple times. You guys just play in this space with me, Jesus. And just Come swimming play with around, me. swimming around. Um, I I would like to give an update on model trains. Yes. Oh, they are, okay. They're still around, still going around in circles. Let me tell you. Cool. Have you gone? Did you uh, see that model train link I sent you? The other day about Union Station, I I did. Did that get you very excited? Very excited. So the fun, the funny thing about uh, model trains. Did you know about that? Yes. I had a, yes okay. I so I was How, like the hundredth person to well, send you that you, model trains would be set up at Union Station. When you say excited, what does that mean? I, like, I, I feel a little bit giggly in my in, 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 in my special sensations. parts. <laughs> you get a little boned out. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> what were you going to say about model trains? No, is th- I think it's funny that we're doing updates to the subjects because there really hasn't been much that's changed in model trains for like what? the last two decades. But and the funny thing is, you can see that um, in the magazines that I read, mm. like those those nice centerfold. Uh, oh hell pictures. yeah! Look but, at that undercarriage. But literally, they re they re. <laughs> <laughs> they redo the same subjects all the time, which I think is funny. Mm. Um, and then there's so much drama. Um, it's a, you know how Facebook is kind of this forum for people 45 and up nowadays. It is. Oh yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> but you've got all these apparently very angry model railroaders on Facebook, like with a lot of controversy going on. What's the controversy? I literally, there is some guy who was booted from a, like one of the most popular Facebook groups for yeah. model trains and it like the drama went on for like 
a solid two weeks. Oh shit! Like, Why did they kick him out? I don't know. Like he was, he was making like me too political posts and stuff like that. The mo- Time's and, up. But I just, I just find that hilarious. And as as we delved into it, it's uh, just lo- lots of lots of happenings going on. In the yeah. Well, community. apparently, I, I mean. Frankly, that doesn't warrant a whole episode, so I'm glad to know that, Adam. Thank <laughs> you. Um, but we all you... want another model train episode. We're clear on that. Yes, right? yes we're right. going to go okay. through one, one <laughs> each of the gauges. Yes, yes. we're going to yes. do one completely on weathering techniques. Wow. Choo, yeah, choo. let me tell you. Uh, Braxton is just going to be there in the background going, choo, choo. Um, <laughs> Get him a little conductor's hat. Have you bought any more model trains since your last discussion no, about but it? I, I've sold model trains. Oh, man. Oh, wow. So yeah. you're just like a... You're a dealer. You're a railroad tycoon. I actually made a lot of money off of that. Oh, shit. I was how, very proud of myself. How much are we talking? Like, I bought one engine a while ago for like 100 bucks. Yeah. Sold it for 300 Oh, wow. Damn. Yeah. Look 300%. At this Look yep. at that. All right. So now That's we know. capitalism, my friend. <laughs> now we know model trains is the next Bitcoin. <laughs> Get in um, while you still can, guys. Yeah. So, well, thank you, Adam. Yeah, That's no fascinating. Yep. Um, let's go look at our outlines some more. <laughs> I see that uh, someone wants to talk about REM again. Uh, well, uh, I'll just... 30 years late to the party. Go ahead. <laughs> I didn't. Den- I don't deny that. I always feel so stupid talking about like bands like REM who aren't like touring anymore, and you're just like, have you heard of this band, REM? <laughs> and yeah, people give the same reaction like, yeah, 30 years too late. Um, well, yeah, they released their 25th anniversary of the album Monster. Great um, album. It is a great, great album. album. And it was interesting on the re-release, they did a bunch of different mixes. So it wasn't just like them trying to capitalize on 25th year anniversary. Let's put it out on vinyl again. Let's release it again. But it has like demos and totally new mixes of the songs from different takes when they were recording the album, which I find fascinating. And actually, find some of these songs on the as with the new takes as better than some of the older ones, uh, which is pretty cool. But um, I don't know if other bands do that. Maybe they do, uh, but I like old bands that do that. <laughs> That's cool. Well, as I pre- have not listened to it yet. As a preview for one of our upcoming episodes yeah. for the Foo Fighters, yes. the Foo Fighters have been doing that um, on Spotify. So they've been oh. releasing different live tracks, um, different b-sides and such um for like spotify like little six to seven song exclusives nice pretty cool that's awesome and guess what dave matthews band is on their 60th live tracks album mm-hmm. uh, take is, that dan yeah yeah what? dmb <laughs> dancing nancy what is um what does that mean live they, tracks they, album so ever since they started they recorded their live shows uh-huh. like professionally recorded their live yeah. shows and they've been releasing famous live shows got it so yeah i mean they've had 60 famous live shows <laughs> so famous every show of theirs is famous <laughs> is it every single one is it really yes. um well cool adam and cool daniel for that interesting rem tidbit <laughs> Um, probably one of the bigger ones that we can talk about with Braxton, especially is because is the politics. Frazier. Okay. Frazier yeah. Okay, so politics. Frazier is, they're planning on doing a reboot maybe sometime in the spring. I had no idea about this. So yeah. There it's apparently Kelsey Grammer is pitching the idea to a number of different studios and there is 
he's done a few interviews recently where he goes, you know, there is actually traction behind everything. And there you can tell because there's a lot more buzz about it on social media and such. Yeah. There are a bunch of little articles popping up like Braxton, the article you sent me um, oh, about yeah. why Frazier is so good and why so didn't good. I listen to my parents. But there are multiple there are lots of those types of articles popping up. So I, I feel like the grassroots um, marketing effort starting to swell a little bit more. And you know, you know what? It's because of us. Probably. Jesus, whose Thank, phone is That on? was your phone. Damn it. <laughs> Idiot. Um, also, I, I have mixed feelings about it. I have yeah. yet to see a reboot that I actually enjoy. Correct. So I'm kind of like, mm, is this... I love Frasier so much, mm-hmm. as you know, too. Um, that's something my wife and I started uh, watching. My wife. Uh, when we were first dating, just like Adam and uh, his lovely lady. Adam um, and his lovely lady. <laughs> but I just, I've yet to see a reboot where I'm like, wow, they've done a really good job, and I'm glad they're doing this again. What and are you? Com- what reboots have you seen that you're making this Oh, you're assessment? putting me on the spot. Mainly Full House. Oh, well, okay. that's a totally different I'm just kidding. Beast. I never watched no. that. No. <laughs> Holy chalupas. Well, um, uh, Clarissa explains it all. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Nope. That's not a thing either. Uh, but what about what, what, Martin's girls? not alive anymore? Yeah. So it's like, are you going to have the... Like the, the dynamic, yeah. They they ended it so well with Frazier flying off to Chicago. Correct, I think. I think so. Um, yeah. But to your point, because um, what's been re- like Will and Grace is rebooted, and like the episodes are funny. Yeah, but it it it's not as novel. Yeah, as mm. as the original series was, um, and the other thing that. I have, am having a hard time with is I think I kind of hate Kelsey Grammer because Whoa, he's other not than, a wonderful person. Other than <laughs> Frasier, it's like I think he's kind of a douche. Yeah, but in Frasier, he's wonderful. But I think everywhere else, I just hate him. Interesting. He's, um, you know, given your political affiliations, Braxton, he is. He donated to the Trump campaign. Oh, no. God. Um, uh, he, he's lifelong conservative, and this is through, like, you know, supported the original Bush, uh, or sorry, like Bush uh, W uh, for both w. campaigns. Yes. Um, so, I mean, there was, uh, he was full on with Romney uh, back when Obama was uh, originally going on, and, uh, and he was McC- McCain supporter too. So, I mean, he definitely conservative. Um, unfortunately, that didn't come. I, I wouldn't say fortunately, but it definitely didn't come across in the TV show. Yeah. But there was, uh, that's been noted multiple times. Uh, Braxton, did you like the Roseanne reboot? Is that the one, uh, the other one that I you really support into? Roseanne. <laughs> or, I knew it. <laughs> or the Gilmore Girls reboot. That, that's uh, what I said. Yeah. Lorelai. Isn't that one of the girls on there? Yes. If you're on the road. <laughs> Lonely and so cold. I never watched Roseanne when it first came out. Neither did I, and so I never watched the reboot. I always just heard the commercials. People were excited about it. That stupid vote Republican, stupid show. I'm trying to think of any other reboots. I mean, it's just like what about Spider Man with Tom? I'm not a nerd. Tom, (laughs) uh, what? What? (laughs) You are a nerd. Anyway, before we get into a fight, the uh, <laughs> no, like to that point too. There's all these talks about 
them wanting to reboot The Office. Right. And that's another show uh, that I firmly believe they should not re- no, reboot. No, not at all. Because they, like, none of the jokes will land. No. No, they, no, 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 yeah. no, no. They, they can't, can't make that. that show again. Never. They would uh, suck because they wouldn't have Steve Carell. and wouldn't have any of the original people. I don't yeah. think any of the original people would want to do that. Well, I've, I've read that they do want to do it, but Steve Carell is the holdup. Well, good. Because he does not want to go back and do it. I think that's wise. Smart call. So, I don't think, yeah, a reboot of The Office would just suck. I would be very disappointed. So, in summation, reboots are terrible. (laughs) Never, ever do them. Um, Are there any other, I guess, let's briefly talk about what's going on in the world of politics, and then we can get into the year. The year 2019. Conan, anybody? uh, Yes. Conan, Brian? Uh Uh-huh. I got it. Thank you. What? Yeah. <laughs> did I not? It used to be a thing he did. It used to be. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, all right, Braxton. Let's talk about some politics because... Oh, man. We're uh, screwed. <laughs> <laughs> the world's greatest president is under fire. He is. He's doing great, <laughs> He's though. He's beset on both sides. <laughs> um, yeah. So, since we last talked with, talked with Braxton, which I guess was kind of in the spring, the summer, um, our beloved president... Donald Duck Trump um, is being investigated for impeachment. He's getting impeached, y'all. And I don't know if our listeners know this, but Adam and I are huge, huge right wing conservatives. (laughs) (laughs) If you couldn't tell by our episodes and how uh, liberal we sound, we are actually major, majorly white right wing conservatives. (laughs) We're actually white wing conservatives. Just kidding. Uh oh. Cut that out. Hey, cut it out. Talk about full house. Yeah. Uh Uh, How wooed. Um, oh, no. So, yeah, uh, our president is being impeached. And if I'm honest, guys, I sincerely hope he is removed from office. He's not going to be. Not gonna no, be. I'm not going to happen. Not going to do it. Not going to do it. Not going to do it. So, I read something about that where technically, if he was removed from office, he yeah. could run again. No. Yeah. Uh, it's actually really interesting. Uh, you know, Bill Maher, who does real time yeah. with uh, on HBO, he has this theory that um, Trump will not leave office if he loses the election. Really, and it's kind of a fascinating idea to think about because what is the plan if a president were to say, "I don't believe in you know," okay, say he was impeached by the Senate, which will never happen, mm-hmm. but say he were actually to re- be removed. And he just said, I'm not going anywhere. Or he lost the election and said, I don't believe in these results and I'm not leaving. That, what would be our plan? We don't, there's not really anything in place. That's been one of my biggest concerns. And what I could all, I don't listen to Bill Barr. Mar. Mar. Bill Marr. <laughs> See, I don't even know his fucking name. Um, but that is Adam also. Adam knows Bill Barr from uh, the comedy <laughs> podcast. <Yeah. laughs> um, that's been one of my concerns is too is just like i could really see him not accepting anything and being like yeah i'm president still yeah like we're a very young country and countries go through this shit all the time yep like we're 300 my math is a little off (laughs) years old (laughs) 300 you're so close (laughs) yeah thank you (laughs) um but yeah i think i i think i have faith that if 
literally a president were to say, okay, I'm not leaving office. Like I don't accept the election results or, you know, if he were somehow magically impeached and had to be removed from office, I think he would be for somehow it would happen. And sure. Smart people would say, look, fucker, you need to leave. But I really just hope he continues to be president forever and ever and ever and ever and ever and just gives me guns to shoot out of my dick hole <laughs> and, <laughs> oh, no. and out of my butthole. It was but, funny because right before we started, Adam was talking about how his mom has started listening to the podcast. Yes. And, and I like, think she'll love these things. Oh, yeah. boy, yeah. This is just you know, parental gold, let me <laughs> yeah. tell you. I'm so proud of my son Her. for becoming friends with this other guy. <laughs> hey, I was like this back in college. <laughs> yeah. Um, we were in the smart dorm, too. <laughs> that's yeah, scary. No, it was the dorm that wanted to help people. Yeah, that's oh, true. Um, well, I... Uh, yeah, so... Anyway, he's they're going through the impeachment inquiry right yeah. now, yep. and then it'll get obviously sent to the Senate once they vote on it, and then they'll have to have a trial, um, and then it'll most likely be voted down. Right. And then he'll still be the president, and we'll have an election mm. that he hopefully will lose. Hopefully. One, our, I, we wait with bated breath. I think the timing's all off. That's my worry. I think there is a 68% chance that he'll be reelected. Wow, you didn't go sixty nine like Dan would have wanted nope. to. Nope, nope. I thought about it. I thought about it. It was like nope. when you said six, his eyes lit up. I was like, please say nine. Please, please say, say nine. nine. Please. Actually, Adam, I have a four twenty percent chance that okay. he's not going to be reelected. Yeah, that's yeah. that's my prediction. I think it'll um, be four more years. I Jesus. think I think it'll be a similar scenario where he loses the popular vote, but he pulls a number of Midwestern states and uh, wins the, wins the uh, electoral college again. I really don't want to cry tonight. So let's please continue <laughs> moving on. And get okay. away, let's it's going to be great. Politics. It's going to be great. We're screwed. Um, so let's move on to some of our favorite things about 2019 and what we were really passionate about this year. Now this could be stuff that was released in 2019 or stuff that we've just been so fixated on that came out years and years before, like me and REM. Um, would anybody like to start? Do you want to start with movies? Yeah. Let's do that. Braxton, what were some of the most, what, what were some of the takeaways for movies this year? Uh, well, <laughs> what a weird way I, to start. I don't know. <laughs> I have really only watched movies from 2018 in 2019. I like to wait until okay. they come out. Is there a reason that you like for them to come out on? On yeah, demand or I, I something. I just am not much of a movie theater goer. Gotcha. So <laughs> anyway, you don't want, you don't want head lice. <laughs> what <laughs> is, that a, is that a common thing? This was going to be the prize at the end of the podcast. Okay. <laughs> uh, I did watch some movies that I did like from 2018. Let's hear them. Um, let's see, Black Klansman. I have not seen that, but I okay. really want to see it. You should so like sorry. it. I should um, like it. You should like <laughs> is it. That what you're telling uh, me, Roma. <laughs> I did not see that one either. <laughs> but no, Jeez. tell us why you enjoyed these so much. Um, Roma was very artsy. Oh, you're an artsy And guy. I'm an artsy kind of dude. Yep. And I did enjoy that. Yeah. Um, Black Klansman was a really fascinating movie about a man who kind of um, uh, gets into the KKK, but he's black. Yeah. Um, 
what's another one that I really liked? Uh, Crazy Rich Asians, that, Adam. That was an excellent movie. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, that was, really a, was just a fun, just like go with your your gal and just like have a good time. <laughs> Why didn't you ask if I had seen that? Is there uh, some reason you only ask Adam? Okay. Have you actually seen that I've not seen it. Okay, Jesus. <laughs> Got um, him, folks. Got him. A Star is Born. Oh, that yeah. was a good one. You love that Bradley yeah. Cooper, don't I you? actually went and my wife, uh, I shouldn't say her name because she doesn't oh, want to be associated with this at all. Um, she said we should watch this movie, and oh. I was very hesitant about it uh, because I'm not like a Lady Gaga fan. And uh, but Bradley Cooper is a hunk. yeah, he is indeed. I like him as the raccoon character. Okay, mm. <laughs> uh, but I was pleasantly surprised. It was it was really good. Nice. Yeah. Wow. What a glowing review. <laughs> I, I enjoyed it. I also liked uh, "Won't You Be My Neighbor." Oh, ah. Uh, so th- this segues nicely into. Uh, did you know that Won't You Be in it, Be My Neighbor was not nominated and therefore did not win an Oscar award? I did not know that. Yeah. So that was stupid. Oscars. Because Free Solo. Oscar's so white and he's too white for them. <laughs> Free yeah. Solo was nominated and obviously won the Oscar for Best Documentary. Great. Mm-hmm. Now that's a good one. Yes. I did see that one. I did see that one too. But everyone was so <laughs> Hold on. Where's my brownie point? <laughs> okay. oh, we'll do, everyone we'll do, saw that one, Dan. We'll do a but, tally after the episode. Okay. <laughs> Won't you be my neighbor? Um, apparently, the and the rumor is that, uh, because there's a lot of controversy about it not even being nominated for an Oscar. Yeah. And apparently, the Oscar board or the voting committee or who, whomever nominates the movies, everyone thought that someone else was going to nominate that movie oh, no. and they ended up not doing it. They're like, Oh, well it's a phenomenal documentary. Of course it's going to be nominated. Right. Let me nominate this small indie documentary that no one's heard of and no one will see because it was no, you know, had, you know, shot in, you know, panorama vision or whatever. Right. Um, but so there, there was a, a fair bit of controversy about that. Not winning an Oscar. That's but crazy. Phenomenal documentary made me cry. If it doesn't make you cry, you're not a reasonable human. You are and I don't a, want to be around you. You are a lizard man. Yeah. No, it's 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 really special. And it, it brings to light to kind of given our current social and political climate, like how kind uh Mr. Rogers like Fred Rogers was. Well it's it's just like I mean, we don't all have to be like Mr. Rogers, but can't we just not be assholes? Yes. Yeah. That'd you know, be nice. I'm not like, oh, we don't have to get over the Mr. Rogers bar. Right. But let's just not be assholes. Yeah. Let's just start there hey. and then just see what happens. It's not that hard, fuckers. Let's start there. <laughs> I know, Dan. <laughs> Whoa. I've been telling you this for years. <laughs> hey, no. See, I'm the control, so I don't have to change at all. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> adjusts to you. Just compare to me. I'm, you know, I'm a, I'm a pretty nice guy, you know. <laughs> All right, so awkward. Uh, could I talk about some movies from 2019? Yes, yes, yes. As long as they're not about uh, Avengers or something like that. No, I'll talk about some of the art house movies that I saw. <laughs> oh boy, Spider Man. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, no, one of my favorite movies of the year. I don't know how big of Tarantino fans you guys are. Um, my one of my favorite movies of the year was his movie Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. With Leo DiCap and B. Pitt. Ooh, um, dream boats. Total dream boats. Aging quite well, like a fine, sexy, sexy wine. <laughs> Just red and buttery. 
bottom <laughs> smell like cat urine. <laughs> okay. All um, right. Wow. But I really enjoyed the movie. Um, it's it's a typical Tarantino movie in that there's everyone's a, getting killed. Well, at the graphic end, graphic violence. Yes. So that, if I can talk for a minute, <laughs> just trying to fill the gap. <laughs> well, it's not working. <laughs> Please mind the gap, Braxton, because I'm trying to talk. Um, it was a typical Tarantino movie in that three quarters of the film was excellent Tarantino dialogue and a lot of just like atmosphere and setting and crazy not crazy stuff but really cool dialogue and kind of cool characters and then the last quarter is extreme graphic violence um and that i'll be honest so when i saw like in so i'm a bit again a big quentin tarantino fan and when i saw um inglorious bastards when everybody gets shot up at the end i know they're nazis but like seeing hitler getting riddled with bullets was like a really visceral kind of gross reaction from me gave me a gross reaction. And this movie kind of did that as well. Um, in that in the end in our theater, it was like brutal, brutal, brutal violence. I was like, Oh fuck. But everybody in our theater started to laugh and it was like violence against a woman which was also oh, kind geez. of a little even worse. Um, this sounds. This is a great recommendation. Yeah, I know. Well, so, but I think, so I really enjoyed the movie. I think I would have appreciated it more if I had just seen it alone without anybody there to laugh at the graphic violence because it wasn't the typical Tarantino violence of like Kill Bill where yeah. blood is spurting everywhere, which is just like, oh, that's fucking ridiculous. It was really brutal violence so yeah so <laughs> i would suggest seeing it is is it is it one see, of those braxton see this is why you shouldn't interrupt me because i give great synopses and thoughts <laughs> <laughs> it's just brutal brutal man yeah. it was but what, you won us over is it, is it one of those things where do you think tarantino he's known for it and therefore just has to push the limit on the level of violence every time he makes a movie now Maybe that's the sense I get personally. Sometimes that's kind of what I was thinking when he went from Django Unchained to the hateful eight yeah. and was like, let's see how many times I can say the N word. Just mm. like really dude, like Katie and I got out of seeing the hateful eight. And again, it's a movie that I very much enjoy, but getting out of it, I was kind of like, why did we have to hear the N word so many fucking times? And like, so it was nice in that once upon a time in Hollywood didn't have constant graphic violence like Django Unchained or um, not really so much Hateful Eight, but Hateful Eight gets pretty graphic towards the end. Um, so it was nice that the graphic violence was allotted to the last 15 minutes of the movie. <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't know. I, I would really like to do an episode of Quentin Tarantino with you, Adam, because I would really like to talk about him because okay. um, he's kind of just a brash individual who in kind of this era, the me too era is somebody who a lot of people can rail against, but he is known as such an auteur and such a film director and filmmaker and screenwriter that he's like, look, I can do whatever the fuck I want. 
is look at all these movies I've made, which is good and bad. But I would still say go see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood because it is very, very good. Did Were there any scenes uh, with Brad... Shirtless? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's on the roof, fixing the roof one oh, time. okay. And like Shawshank like, Redemption. Yeah, Brad Pitt and Shawshank Redemption. My favorite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what? You um, know, they're putting the tar on the roof. Yeah, and Brad Pitt is just the tar, and they yeah, spread and them all around. the suds at the end. <laughs> you know, I feel like a man get you suds. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What are we Anyone? talking about? I haven't seen the Shawshank Redemption in a long time. Oh, I thought you were going to say never, and then I was going to have to kill you Quentin Tarantino style for 15 minutes. (laughs) Um, Anyway. uh, So on on the subject of graphic violence, one of the the movies I see you have written down is John Wick 3. Ooh, yeah, I would like to talk about that. Have you seen John Wick 3? Braxton? I have not. I have you not, seen any of I did not plan to either. Okay. No. Have, have you seen any of the John Wick series? I have not, no. Okay. All right. So this will just be me and Adam. So turn <laughs> okay. off your mic. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's, it's the, what you said. So I enjoyed John Wick 3 as well. I enjoyed 1 and 2. Yes. But to your point, or to what you were talking about, the Tarantino films is... I feel like they ratcheted up the violence even more in John Wick 3 and almost to the extent where I was like, I was just squeamish for half the movie. totally. So, like, spoilies for people who haven't seen John Wick 3 when it came out in June June of 2019. (laughs) But in the first, like... Just like Speed, right? Is Keanu Reeves Speed? um, (laughs) Sandra Bullock? No, actually... um, Make out at the end? (laughs) It's called The Bus That Couldn't Slow Down. (laughs) That's a Simpsons joke for you out Simpsons heads out there. Um, we call them simpletons. Um, Jesus. No. <laughs> no uh, yeah, in like the first five minutes of John Wick 3, a dude gets his neck broken over a book and yep. you just like see him with his neck broken. And you're just like, fuck. It, no, I, Adam, it was... So after I saw John Wick 3... I went back and watched the first two. Yeah. And it is definitely a clear ratcheting up of the violence. Like this was much more knife and fist fight violence versus the first, which was like gun foo. And then the second, which was also kind of more gun foo than anything. Um, But yeah, in the theater, I was like, I don't know if I can watch this. (laughs) It's rough. So the funny thing, I think is right after John Wick three came out, um, a Netflix film called always be my maybe, which starred <laughs> Ali Wong. Yeah. Um, it's, it, it's, it's the sequel to John Wick. 3. Yeah. No, <laughs> along the lines of like crazy, crazy rich Asians. It's a nationwide cast. Very funny, kind of funny rom-com flick, which I love my rom-coms. Oh, Adam, you're a rom-com dude <laughs> all the way. <laughs> but John Wick, uh, sorry, Keanu Reeves yeah. is a character in Always Be My Maybe. Oh, a, really? Yeah. Oh, he has a great cameo. It's amazing. It's, it is it's hilarious. Have seen this as well? I have seen it. Wow. It's very good. Did y'all watch this together? We did. We actually watched it um, together <laughs> on Skype, and we were like, hey, uh. you up? <laughs> New phone, who dis? (laughs) Even though we were on Skype and we could see each other. But yeah, he had a great cameo in that movie. Highly recommend. Um, I'm going to go watch that now. Okay, bye. Bye. That's a great movie to watch with your wife. Okay. No, actually, it's a great movie to just watch by yourself. (laughs) Okay. 
graphic violence. <laughs> yeah. um, was there anything else you wanted to talk about with John Wick 3, Adam? No, it was just like, it's it was typical John Wick. Yeah. And they, they already have a fourth one planned for 2021. I know. Crazy. Oh, get over it, guys. Come on, hey, John Hey, Braxton, Wick. we invited... Number four? We invited you to this podcast, so <laughs> you need to agree with what we're saying. <laughs> what about Adam? What movies did Adam watch? Yeah. Um, I did, so... <sighs> I went back and watched some older movies, actually. Mm. So, like, I, I got Disney Plus. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. And I watched the... Song of the South? Night... <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> That's going to be cut out. <laughs> no, I went back and started rewatching. What if some... Adam said that? <laughs> Wouldn't that be weird? Sorry, um, I went back and started rewatching some of the Pixar films. Mm. Um, Toy Story. Yep. Toy Story 2. The, the random, <laughs> random movie that I pulled out from my childhood was the 1960s version of Swiss Family Robinson. Oh, Ooh, that is yeah. good. Yeah. That is really good. <laughs> when the log falls on the little kid and kills him. What? <laughs> is that in there? No. Huh? Falls on the pirates. What, so what movie were you guys watching? <laughs> Swiss Family Robinson, where no yeah, one dies. Oh, I, I was watching the Tarantino. I like the more adult version, the Blue Lagoon with Brooke Shields. Oh, oh yeah, God, the hottest. Nothing hotter than that. If you actually not to get off of Swiss Family Robinson, I think I read where it was like she was like very underage in that, and the director was having really? her like be all sexy. Hey. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, cool. Swiss Family Robinson, I really enjoyed yeah. when I was growing up, too, because I was yeah. like, oh, let's build a fort in the Ex- trees. And exactly. Like, get all these little gadgets. Crush and pirates. Do some walks. things. It's everything that, like, a six to 12 year old boy or girl wants to do. Because I remember my sister and I would make, like, tree forts and, yeah, have, like, lion pits slash pit holes that we dig in the ground to catch lions in their Whoa. backyard. How many oh, did you, you catch? Lions? Yeah, many lions. Wow. <laughs> Let me tell you. Cool. Um, AKA our cats, but you know, it is what it is. Nice. <laughs> um, but yeah. So I've been watching those. Some classics. I, uh, yeah, some of the classics. Citizen Kane. Uh, You're a cinephile. Rosebud. <laughs> uh, I, I've been on a Red pretty rum. a pretty decent streak of watching some like B like like solid B movies. Dope. Uh, like that B movie with Jerry Seinfeld where he's an animated <laughs> B. <goodness gracious. laughs> This is how it is all the time, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> where the bee wants to fuck a human woman. <laughs> I saw that when I was a camp counselor. <laughs> and you're like, this weird. is not age appropriate. Nope. Let me tell you. Sorry, what bee movies have you been watching? I, I watched uh, Godzilla, King of Monsters. I watched that too. What did you was, think? It was so utterly predictable, but... The special effects were out of this world. I so did you see the other Godzilla that came out? Yeah, a couple of years ago, the one that had uh, Brian Cranston. And, yeah, for like two minutes. Yeah, and Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen, sister. Um, yeah, I enjoyed that Godzilla, but the Godzilla King of the Monsters, it was fine, it was fun, but it was kind of like mm, yeah. could have done so much more with it. Anyway, thank you, Adam. But yeah. That's uh, just random stuff like that. Random stuff. Adam's so random. Yeah. You are the, random. The random. <laughs> Holy yeah. chalupas. So so as we transition from movies, yeah. I think uh, on to more TV shows. Yes. What's everyone been watching? Go ahead, Braxton. No, no, you please. No, no, no. What have I been watching? 
I've been watching several things. Okay. I'm scared. Uh, <laughs> I'm not reading a list. Uh, one show that I really did enjoy this year, Fleabag. Okay. I need... Has everyone seen that? That won an Emmy, like many Emmys Many, year, many, right? yes. Big time. I think, you have not seen it? I think Katie watched it. Um, oh, and damn. I you got you to gotta get it. I mean, it is... I got to get it. It's yeah. good. <laughs> yeah, get it going. And it's. I think it's... Um, that's like two that's, seasons? Uh, yeah, I think they're on the second yeah, season. Yeah, so you now. can crush it. Nice. I'll yeah. crush it hard. Crush. Like... It really is good. My enemy's under my boot. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, succession? Yeah. How is that? Really, really good. Now, the first season, I didn't love gotcha. completely, but the second season is really, really great. Gotcha. So if you can just kind of get through the first season um, and you somewhat enjoy it, the second season, is every episode is a cliffhanger. Nice. Highly recommend. I have a couple friends that are watching it and also enjoy it as good kind of schlocky TV. Um, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Do it. Nice. Cool. Any You've other- not seen that either, Adam? Nope. Golly, I thought we all liked the same thing. I, well, it's on my list, but like some of the heavier TV shows like that, like I've got to be in a certain mindset. And a lot, of, Daniel and I have talked about this a lot of like comfort TV. Yeah, like like Sarah uh, and I are rewatching Modern Family just because it's like quick twenty yeah. minute episodes. Get that, your get your giggles in. Yep. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, no, then actually, if we're talking about TV shows, that's kind of what I would like to talk about with TV because like coming home from work oftentimes what i would have to do for the first six and a half months of this year was work some more and watching comfort food tv like the office or brooklyn 99 or modern family so like we didn't watch too many new tv shows um or at least i didn't because i would be doing some work while watching these tv shows so i needed something that could be on in the background that I could laugh at and cry at the same time. But not have to focus on. Exactly. Yeah. Go ahead. For those, so do you all have Disney Plus? We do not, but you said you would give me your password. Don't listen oh, to this. Disney. Don't oh, listen whoa, to whoa. Disney. Don't listen to Disney. Pay attention to this. I'm Kathleen Kennedy's agent. coming for me. But The Mandalorian. I know. I need to see it so oh. badly. Stupid Baby Yoda. I'm seeing him everywhere. New, wow, new I keep hearing Star about Wars. Baby Yoda. And it's like, I what? I see I him everywhere. What? Come on. <laughs> uh, I, the, uh, yeah. The Mandalorian, highly worth the, uh, the the watch if you have Disney Plus. You enjoyed I it. Don't have Disney Plus. Um, we, you and I can talk at some point, practice, and we won't share passwords. No, what? definitely not. <laughs> no, um, we won't. But that I think, as a new, relatively uh, uh, re Star Wars fan. Mr. Braxton. I wouldn't call it enamored, but okay. Is that, enamored? Is that what enamored? Braxton is? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, wait. Uh, I can see his boner. He is enamored. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Don't listen, Mom. <laughs> um, that's what I've been watching. Obviously, only four episodes. Nice. But. You've been trying to be Baby Yoda. Yeah. Like, how does one get a Baby Yoda? Oh, you don't know how babies <laughs> yeah. are made? Yeah. Wait, that's a whole nother episode. <laughs> you have We're to have past. sex with a Yoda. <laughs> Unprotected um, sex with a Yoda. Okay. Um, uh, that. Uh, what other comfort TV shows have you been watching? Um, season six of Silicon Valley nice. is out. Did you ever uh, watch Silicon I Valley? never got into it, but I want to try it again. It's Now that you can binge it, it's a lot easier yeah. because there were such large gaps in between, especially the last few seasons that you just forget everything that's happened. Gotcha. And the show really is meant to bitch because every episode leaves on a cliffhanger oh. and you want to watch the next one. You know, so, um, 
uh, when the Cosby show would end on a cliffhanger, they called it a Cliff Huxtable hanger. I knew it. that was so predictable. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Oh. <laughs> uh, Daniel's so proud of himself. Know. <laughs> Daniel and his jello. <laughs> um, and his quaaludes. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Huh? Um, one yeah. other show I really like yeah. is the third season, uh, third or fourth season of Peaky Blinders. Oh, yeah. Which good. is very Peaky good. Peaky Blinders. Exactly. Have you sewn razor blades into your hats? I have, and I'm going to cut your eyes out <laughs> oh, later. Jesus. Yeah, that's coming. <laughs> so have you watched the latest season? I have, and I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed it as well. I wish it didn't end as much as it did on a Cliff Huxtable hanger. Yeah. Because it, they're good. They, they, they're big about that. Well, they're big on that, and then they take four years to release another season. So yeah. it's just like, fuck you, Tom Hardy and beautiful, beautiful Scarecrow from Batman. Um, I forget his name. But yeah, I enjoyed Peaky Blinders as well. What is his name? Have you all seen the miniseries on Netflix, uh, like the toys that made us and then the movies that made us? No. They're nope. like 40-minute documentary episodes, but they go into like the making of movies that... it it. It really gets to nostalgia. So it talks about like Power Rangers as toys and Star Wars toys and like Legos as toys and how they became such a major part of. Oh, that us. sounds interesting. Yeah. Interesting. The mo- they they have four episodes. The movies that made us. I would just watch the one on Home Alone. Cool. Oh really yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Anyways, Lost in New York. Well, yeah. It. Scary. Mm-hmm. We just watched that. Yeah. Lost in New York. Uh-huh. Over Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Nice. My i my ideal movie over Thanksgiving is Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Oh man, which is a great movie. It is. Uh, if I could talk about a TV show no. briefly, a new one from 2019 would be. <laughs> that, was guys, that was Adam. That was Adam. Adam talking about how he wants to have sex with a Yoda <laughs> <laughs> to get a baby Yoda. So, <laughs> um, I've been watching the new HBO show Watchmen which is a sequel to the Watchmen comic book, not the movie. Yeah. They came out in the 80s that Adam, I've told you to read. And it's sitting right there on my bookshelf. Yeah, Adam's doing great. <laughs> read. Is it? Is it so now, I, most everything HBO does is great. Yes. Okay. So that has intrigued me, yes. but the fact that it's based on comic books is the thing that has turned me off. So here's what I will tell you about it. It is... A sequel in the loosest sense of the term. So the comic, the graphic novel came out right in like the mid 80s and is set in the mid 80s. The HBO show is set in 2019. So the references, and it's actually, it's really more of a figure out the word. Uh, you want me to give you words? Sure, go ahead. I don't have any. Okay, but perfect. I just you, earlier you were kind of irritated. Maybe you when stole I did my that. words. <laughs> um, it really more looks and examines race relations in Tulsa, Oklahoma, in this world that was built and really changed by these superheroes. Mm. So it is much more like so. There are no true superheroes per se. So what happens in Tulsa, Oklahoma, all of the cops now can wear masks. So beat cops wear these yellow masks that go up to their noses, but like detectives can wear full masks and kind of have their own cost costume, 
but they're not really superheroes. They're just cops. So it's almost more like of a. You get to choose what your mask looks like. Yeah. So there's like a Russian guy who dresses up all in red. There's a guy whose name is his super his super cop name is Panda because he has a giant panda mask on. Um, but it is really really good. I would say that it is probably more enjoyable because I have read the comic book and it totally follows the comic book, not the movie. Um, but I think even just reading the Wikipedia of the comic book could help you learn more stuff for the show. But I think you can go into the show and not know anything about it because they start to explain stuff, but it takes probably like three episodes before they really start to be like, well, this is what happened. Um, it's really, really good. I that's an issue I have with comic book based movies. That's why I like the Avenger, like the current cinematic universe, is because I don't have to know a single thing about the Marvel right. Cinematic Universe or the Marvel Universe to understand what the heck is going on in the movie. Right. And that's that's an issue I have. Yeah. Um, what's the boob count? Uh Unfortunately, I think zero. Okay, I'm out. You're out. <laughs> out. Oh, but thanks uh, for explaining that for no, no reason. No, wait. There might be. There's one, and then penis count. I think like three. Oh, okay. Well, you're back, back in. Back in. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, thanks for letting me talk about Watchmen, guys. But highly recommend. Please watch. Please I'm gonna su- check it out. Please support. It's good. What What else have people been into this this year? Uh, uh, Chernobyl. How do I say that word? Say it again. Chernobyl? What, what section Chernobyl? are you going to? Aren't we still in TV shows? Oh, TV shows. Sorry. Chernobyl. It was a miniseries. Wasn't, there was also a Chernobyl podcast. Oh, Sorry, yeah. I thought no. you were hopping around. Sorry. So you watched the miniseries? The HBO miniseries. Did y'all see it? I watched uh, the first episode and was God, tuning. So good. It was, I was tuning out, so I stopped because I was distracted, basically. Huh. So I was, I don't. Stop being distracted, Adam. Yeah, Live God. in the moment, oh, dude. Adam's just, a, Adam's just a part of the go-go 90s. Yeah, so. just, just bring it bring it to center, Adam. You know? I'm trying. We're right here, Namaste, right now. Adam. Namaste, focused. <laughs> oh, no. um, uh, but it was... I highly recommend. I need to watch it. I heard it was kind of terrifying. It is scary. Is it ghost ghosts? No, <laughs> it's no. Ghosts? based on real events. <laughs> all right, if it's not ghosts, then fuck it. <laughs> the nuclear disaster. I'm all into ghosts right now. Do you the, think Adam, we could do an episode about ghost hunting? Ghost, hunting. sure. God, go, please, could go, we do that? Go right for it, Daniel. <laughs> and could we have Braxton on as part of our ghost hunting? Oh, well, I'm episode? on every episode now. Well, Ten minutes. Fact check. <laughs> the, the fact check for that episode will just be there are no bullshit. ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> they are real. Um, all right. Well, we'll check out Chernobyl, maybe. Well, if it's a recommendation from Braxton, you better take it seriously. I don't. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, any other TV shows, or can we move on to music? Let's move on to music. All right. Music bands. All right. So this is going to be... Oh, God. Real I hate this so, so much. <laughs> I hate this so All right. much. I do want to talk about uh, Tools. Yes. New album, Fear Inoculum. <laughs> oh, Let me so tell you. A masterpiece, if there ever was. Yes, I would completely agree with you, Adam. And I've been looking at... (laughs) Braxton is nodding his head in agreement. (laughs) Um, Yeah, the new Tool album, uh, the newest album from Tool since they released their last one 13 years ago, um, is truly a masterpiece. Each of the songs that are truly songs are over 10 minutes long. 
and have like movements to them and really get into um, the warrior culture we're in, existentialism and um, a man's life and just everything. They're it's a phenomenal album. It is so good. So I tried to get tickets to when they came yes. here in Raleigh. Weren't they really expensive? Very expensive. V expensive. So who would have guessed that? Like so who's going to that concert? A lot of people. Yeah. That's, it's sold, the whole I think that sold says out. everything about America we need to know. <laughs> Did you know that <laughs> so uh, a bunch great. of Taylor Swift fans got really mad because Tool's album bumped Taylor Swift's album out of the number one spot for Good. multiple weeks running? Get a life. It was awesome. Is that a Taylor Swift song? Get a life, you bastards. <laughs> I'm trying to bring bastard back. You're, you're, really, you're going big into it. <laughs> but No, I looked for tickets. I was like six hours late to to open to the open window. They were all resells only, and the cheapest ticket was 200 bucks. Get out of here. Jesus. Nah, you couldn't pay me $200 to go to that concert. We weren't going to, so. Okay. <laughs> easy nice, peasy. Live nice squeezy. <laughs> Braxton, nice try to, get a, to go to Tool. We could see in your eyes that you really wanted to go. Um, yeah. So in talking about the Tool album, I was <laughs> looking at what Braxton. <laughs> yeah, fuck Braxton. <laughs> um, I'm going to sit back and relax. So I was looking at, no, Braxton, let's bring you in on this because I okay, was looking at top, top albums of 2019 and like the major publications like uh, Pitchfork... NPR, a bunch of other places that I trust. Um, I don't think I saw Tool like once on some of these lists. Oh, NPR didn't have Tool on their list. I don't list? think so. It's mm, all these, that's, all that's these a like, young indie bands, and it kind of hit me, guys. Like, <laughs> I feel old. <laughs> you are <laughs> and maybe old. Maybe I am old, but I'm not that old. Like, You're pretty old. That's what, use, that's what happens when I go to like the every now and then on Spotify I'll go to like you no know, USA top fifty like yeah. the charts and I'm like I recognize none of these people. <laughs> I like I used to pride myself on knowing like some of the top like like knowing, Alanis Morissette. Yeah, yeah. Alanis Morissette and Pink. she's going she, ironic. She's going on a reunion tour. Is she really? Yeah. I, maybe I saw something about that. That's why she's <laughs> the front of my mind. Apparently. Yeah. Um. But I prided myself on knowing and being kind of passionate about at least one of the top albums of the year. But even like on some of the lists, I didn't see the Racketeers album, the new Black Keys album, the new Tool album. Like they they weren't on any of the top, even some of the top fifty lists. It was all just uh, Post Malone and uh, it was Travis all just Scott T Swift and her gang of roving misfits. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so that was my kind of sad realization that maybe I'm getting old. I need to. This is when I like start going punk and try and get back with the kids. <laughs> I did Hello, see that you fellow kids. I did see that you rolled up in a brand new Corvette. Yeah, convertible. <laughs> Nothing, it's one of those new mid-engine Corvettes. Yeah. Actually, it was a uh, six-cylinder red Mustang. Yeah, convertible. You know what they say about Mustangs? That's a shout out to you, Jeffrey. <laughs> Um, anyway, so that was my kind of musical tidbit. Adam, did you have any other musical tidbits? Uh, not really. I've been, uh, I, I keep going back to the same old, same old. Yeah. So I keep, DMB. 
Yeah, lots of DMB. Oh yeah, lots of uh, once again to preview a future episode. Lots of Foo Fighters recently. Foo Fighters. Um, lots of death, like wonderful death metal oh, that God. Braxton you, is so you excited lost about. Me there, <laughs> <laughs> you lost me. No, it's true. Like a lot of this, a lot of this year's music has been influenced by what we've been listening to on this podcast. Yeah. So I, I you know, I actually went back and re-listened to the REM list uh, playlist. Because then uh, a month after we recorded the episode, he was like, That's perfect. there's a song called Driver 8. It's about trains. I was like, yep. <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> um, Adam, I've been the same way. So when we had our good friend John on, when he talked about punk rock, he talked yep. about the new Pup album, Morbid Stuff, that came out in 2019. Braxton, this is right up your alley. This Morbid is right stuff. up your alley. Checking out. Um, it is an amazing album and one that I listened to almost nonstop nice. for when I discovered it. Braxton, hey. since you're being such a little bastard. Here I am. <laughs> <laughs> There's that bastard word yeah. again. Um, Sorry, what have Adam's you been mom. listening to this year? What have I been listening to? I saw you really? put on the Alpine, the National album, which yeah, is very good. You, do you like oh, that? Yeah, I'm easy to album. find. Yep. I love the National. They're awesome. Hey, we agree on something. Oh, my God. Who would have thought? It only took two years. Yeah. That's wonderful. (laughs) Yeah. I do like the National. I mean, I'm not like a huge fan, but whenever they release an album, I listen to it. It's always good. Yeah, it's always good. Totally. And it's always, I really like it as good background music. Yeah. Did you listen to, he came out with an album with Justin, the main. Justin Timberlake? Yeah, with JT. Yeah, in sync. Bring and the Biebs, right? Bringing sexy back again. <laughs> um, no, he did an album with Justin Vernon from uh, Bon Iver uh, that was pretty good. I I don't know if I listened to it or not. Much more uh, Bon Iver influenced okay. than the National, so more kind of electronic auto tune kind of stuff. Um, Probably than not. Yeah, yeah. I, I would recommend. I recommend it, but you know, you don't take my recommendation seriously. Never. So. <laughs> So I listened to that. That nice. was good. Um, uh, Beck Hyperspace. Ah, I'm uh, yeah, not I know. a big Beck fan. You know, it's I'm. It's like the national for me. Whenever gotcha. he comes out with an album, I listen to it. Nice. Well, that's, yeah, that's, and that's it's pretty of, good. That's kind of Beck's signature, right? Is that each album sounds so dramatically different from the last that's one? That's right. And that's that's kind of his genius too, right? It's, he's, his genius. Well, because there there was a, I can't remember what album it, it came out. At least a decade and a half. I was like, oh, I really like this album. What? Yellow Yellow Submarine. submarine. (laughs) Um, Oh, Dan. Sorry, bro. I see you have a Coldplay's. Coldplay? I figured Adam might like that. It's me, Chris Martin. I'm so glad you're liking my album. There's only like five songs. It's a double album. There's only like five songs I actually like. It's it's not a... It's like a real kind of solemn album. The yeah. first, the first uh, part of it is just like really quiet. Interesting. And, um, I, I I don't know. Couldn't, I couldn't get into it. Yeah, huh. but there are some good faster paced songs on the second half of the album. What that, are we talking about? And he talks about riding a bike. What? Yeah, oh my God. champion of the world. Oh, nice. nice. I ride my bike. Go I really want fast. To ride my bicycle. Yeah. Um, what else here? Mike Posner, keep going. He's a Duke guy. Oh my God. You should like that. I should. Yeah. He talks about Duke a lot. I actually have listened to this album in the car with my wife several times and she gets really annoyed at how much he mentions that he went to Duke. (laughs) 
really? in his raps. Yeah. Huh. It, Interesting. It, it's just over and over again, very hey, obnoxiously. I went to Duke. Can you yeah. take a Luke? Because I went to Duke and it was good. What's take a Luke? <laughs> take a look. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I had to rhyme it with Duke. That was my okay. rap. Yeah. I played basketball um, on the team, but I didn't because I don't like y'all. <laughs> Okay. That uh, I would recommend, you know, listening to it. Whoa. It's good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. I'm, Blow I'm your s- mind with some rapish music. Rapish music, huh? Honestly, 2019, other than Tool, not, not a big uh, al- not a big album yet. Let's forget it See, ever happened. That's what I think. That's what I thought too, Adam. But then all these people on their lists are like, 2019 was a great year and. Uh, Angel Olsen came out with a good album that I listened to after looking at a list and I was like, oh, I like her stuff. It's good. Uh, Lomelands, Adam, which I recommended That's to true. you in one of the yeah. very first episodes, they came out with a new album. It's very good. I'm thinking 2020 is the year, man. 2020 is the year yeah. for, I think, oh, oh yeah, actually, 2020, that stoner rock, desert rock, heavy metal band, Elder is going to come out with a new oh, album. Oh, good. Yeah. Mastodon probably should come out with a new album. Lamb been... of God's recording again. Foo Shit. Fighters are recording Queens again. of the Stone Age. God, I hope so. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> We're going to be insufferable next year, Braxton. We'll have Prepare to do Remind me to leave the country for a year. <laughs> well, you can't escape. See, the internet has made the world flatter. And we could just find you wherever you are. <laughs> uh, the world is flat, Dan. Oh, my God. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I did sail to the end, to the edge of the earth and fall off once. Whoa! I mean, oh. Did you see Jack Sparrow? I did. I'm actually in an alternate reality right now. <laughs> That's why we can't touch you. When we reach out to touch you, we just phase right through. Uh, Adam's astral projecting. Um. Yeah. Any other music bands you would like to talk about? Anything that you all just like subjects aside. Anything that you all like really picked up on this year or hobbies podcasting <laughs> yeah yeah podcasting listen to this podcast honestly the listening to the doing this podcast has yeah. made me listen to more podcasts interesting yeah i have heard some podcasters do the exact opposite they stop really listening to podcasts really? yeah well I, I i need to figure out what i need to say and how i should be good at podcasting <laughs> oh yeah uh, you're the best adam oh you're the best, buddy <laughs> thank you yeah um Braxton, <laughs> you're the best too. You are the best, the um, best guest. Oh, thank you, Adam. Uh, you're right. He is. We're just saying that so Braxton doesn't feel bad. <laughs> so I make more comments on. We dragged him out here at 1 a.m. to record this podcast. <laughs> it's so late. Um, were there any podcasts that you would want to talk about from 2019? Um, 2019 was a big year for podcasts. Number uh, one, Conan O'Brien. Passion for his podcast. Well, yes. I just it. think it's not good. I'm going to be honest with you. You don't guys. like Conan O'Brien podcast? I think some of them are good, but he is, it's just too surface for me. Some of uh, he did one episode, and I can't remember who he was interviewing. And it, maybe it was Howard Stern. Interesting. And he went really deep. And I was like, this is what I want him to be doing. So, and then the rest of the time, the other ones I've listened to, I just feel like it's you know too lighthearted. It's a lot of joking. It he doesn't get deep enough. I want to really drill down in do a podcast. Do we joke too much for you, Braxton? Is it too late for? Is it your bedtime? <laughs> yeah. Sweepy baby, do we joke too much for you? Way too much. Uh, yeah, right. more seriousness. I yeah, actually, right. I, that's why I like the 
the show because it is a little bit more lighthearted. Because on the other hand, you've got like Armchair Expert. I uh, see. That's uh, that's yeah. what I'm into. Where like they're super deep, but like I is Armchair Expert the Dax show? Yes. Oh, I don't like him. And then you've got <laughs> he doesn't like you. <laughs> I'm sure he doesn't. But you've got a number of other like really big podcasts, like Joe Rogan's podcast. Oh, no, Joey Rogan. But all the you know. Even some of the quote unquote comedy podcasts where they have guests on, they're all the episodes are at least like an hour and a half to two hours long. Mm. And that wears on me. Can I say I understand that. Can I say something about Conan? No. Before Braxton moves on to armchair expert again. <laughs> Silly Dak Shepherd Shepherd. Um so I listened to Conan when it first came out, maybe like uh-huh. the first four episodes, and then completely dropped off. Like but then recently I've picked it back up to listen to some of the guests that I actually want to listen to, like the Hillary Clinton episode that just that came out. was very good. Really, highly, really highly good. Highly recommend that. I didn't realize to. she was on there. So I, it was I Hillary need to, I need and to do Chelsea. That. Oh, Hillary okay. and Chelsea Clinton. It so was, was a really good. Um, I would never make a joke like that, so I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, but Dan made me say it. Yeah, I did. I held up a cue card that said <laughs> a threesome, and Braxton had to read it. Um <laughs> But yeah, I would agree kind of with Braxton, kind of with Adam, but I like the episodes where he talked to Julie Louise Dreyfus, yep. which was really funny and really good. And the armchair as, expert talked to her too. And but I don't it was like, like three hours of psychological delving. I don't know if I can handle three hours of Dax Shepard. That I. Mm. I agree with that. Thank you. I'm sorry. He's very insightful. He, he pulls information out of people that I think otherwise would never come I out. heard his older episodes were better, but his new stuff is not as good as his old stuff. Well, that's just your opinion, man. <laughs> <laughs> See, I think... Where's I think, your white rush? <laughs> I, think, I think he is... He has a similar interview, interviewing style to Howard Stern mm-hmm. and, and how he pokes and prods and pulls information out but i don't like his delivery as much are either so. of you a fan of the mark maron podcast because nope. mark maron you are you have you listened to any of his stuff i've listened nope. to some of it okay because he's like he basically kind of started that whole sure. armchair expert conan o'brien thing which is one of the i don't know if you saw mark maron go on to conan after conan got big with his podcast yeah. mark maron was the kind of like Everybody's talking about how you basically invented podcasts by coming out with a podcast this year that was super duper popular. (laughs) And I've been doing the exact same show that you're doing for the past 12 years, um, which is kind of interesting. And one of the things that kind of gets me with the Conan show, it's really funny. And I find because he has the interview, he has the beginning part where he talks before introducing the guest. He has the guest interview and then he has the wrap up where they do like voicemails and stuff like that. And while I find most of the time I'll find the bookend stuff funny, like I would much prefer if he did longer interviews but kept it to an hour, hour and 15 minute long episode. See, that's similar to the whole comfort TV. I like the bookend stuff. Gotcha. And it's, 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 it's bits. And that's, yeah. I understand it and it, it's surface level, but I think it's funny. And like, Adam's all about that comfort. Yeah. Adam just likes, he really is. Adam just likes a big fat ass. <laughs> get really comfortable on. It's all about that comfort. Yeah. Um, I'm worried about Adam's stress level. 
Me too. Because I just feel like everything he's doing outside of work is to manage Adam's stress level. So, Perhaps. So actually, now we're getting. <laughs> to My the... name's Dax Shepard, and let's talk about that. <laughs> we're getting. Tell to... us about your stresses, Adam. <laughs> we're getting to the meat of the episode, which was mine and Braxton's intervention for Adam for being too stressed. <laughs> this we just whole had to podcast thing has just built up to here. The long, the long con. Well done, gentlemen. The well long done. Genghis Khan. I just um, want to help Adam. You know. What other podcasts? So, do we have anything else to say on Conan? No, I, I will go back and I'll listen the to Hillary Clinton. One is really good. Yeah, he, I'm with her. He is there. There is a there is a point where I get annoyed when he interviews another comic because all they do, especially uh, late night comics or other stand up comics, where he defaults back to the same self derogatory kind of humor. Sure, and I'm like, oh yeah, you relate to all these comics because. You all are all comics. How? What a clinky dink! Yeah. yeah, and they just can do bits over yeah. bits over bits. You and should that call gets in annoying. and leave a voicemail for the show, Adam, and say, "What a clinky dink!" <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Braxton, you seem to have listened to a lot of podcasts this year. I do what, like podcasts, including um, ours. Yeah, and I actually Ooh. made a list of my favorites. The politics episode, <laughs> Jesus. number one. These my- are, can we preface that these are the favorite passion fruits podcast episodes? That's right. Uh, Model Trains, number two, DMB, number three, stand-up comedy, number four, Frasier, number five. (laughs) Um, All the other ones are just at the very bottom of the list. (laughs) <laughs> no, uh, the, the the here's my go to. Thanks, Braxton. My go to. Thanks for that list. <laughs> my go to. You're going really deep, just like Dax. <laughs> Dax is all. <laughs> my go to uh, is the Daily. Oh, which I listen to. I try to listen to every day, and that's the New York Times. You listen to it daily. <laughs> I knew he was going to do that. Um, uh, and that's like a little thirty minute. Just here's one thing, and they delve into it. And it's very interesting. Can I tell you that I've also started listening to that every day? Do you like it? Yeah. So I know on our music band episodes, I talk about how I'm an album guy and I don't like playlists. But Spotify has come out with this daily drive playlist where they do news podcasts like NPR. Lately, they've put in my playlist. They've put on the podcast, The Lead, which is sports news. But then they do the Wall Street Journal daily podcast. And then New York Times, the daily podcast. Okay. And so each morning I'll set it up and listen to it while I'm cooking breakfast and getting lunch ready and driving into work. And it's a good two hours of music and podcasts. So it's almost like my own radio that I can skip the songs I don't want to listen to anymore. And they'll like tailor it to my taste. But so the daily has been amazing this year like i don't know when they started it but it is very very good so this is a question for braxton because i understand because daniel you've got a long commute yeah a relative a a longer commute that i think that's part of it is like i need my podcast entertainment like in bits because i need my my commute is four minutes Mm, and otherwise like when i'm at work i can't listen to I'm on calls or answering. So if like I try and tune in to like an armchair expert for two hours, I'm going to miss 75% of the sure. episode. I do, How do you do it? I do it on bike rides. Ah, okay. That's where I get most of it. So the daily I'll listen to in the morning when I'm getting ready. Yeah. That's normally when rides? I catch it for my bike rides. Yeah. No, when I'm like putting on my underwear and doing my makeup. Um, 
that's when I'm listening that, to it because it's put just on, a, put it on underwear takes an hour, makeup takes another hour because yeah. <laughs> it's just like it's really like 25 minutes. Yeah. So I get my little catch up that way. But for the longer stuff like uh, armchair expert, that's like a two hour bike ride. Yeah. Nice. It's me going through Umstead, doing my thing, getting rad, shredding it, but also trying to do some self improvement. Wow. Nice. Yeah. Armchair expert. Um, Adam, <laughs> I would highly recommend the daily. Okay. There have been, there was an episode probably about a month ago about the model trains. No, Yes. <laughs> <laughs> about, uh, the type of music that the democratic candidates and Trump play at their rallies. Uh-huh. Um, there was a recent episode about proud to be an American. <laughs> at least I know where I'm from. That's Bernie's song. Oh, okay. Um, there was a recent episode. It was like the impeachment explained as by a third grader. That was really, really good. Huh. Um, and yeah, they've just been phenomenal. And I'm not big, much of a news podcast guy because I like the comedy stuff that I can zone out to while I'm working. Um, but yeah, highly recommend the. Daily. And they did like a. They've been doing a series where they sit down with all the Democratic candidates. Yeah, okay. And so you get Kamala. To, yeah, hmm, she'll be a VP. Yeah, that's probably. my prediction. Yeah. Um, and Buttigieg and Harris. That's what I'm into. <laughs> that's yeah, what I want. I'm into that. <laughs> um, that would uh, actually help Buttigieg quite a bit. Yeah, he needs help with the black folks. He is so white. <laughs> Very he's, much so. he's way whiter than I am. <laughs> Braxton is like, you've transparent. <laughs> uh, but anyway, they sat down with all the candidates and had a little, you know, um, you actually got to know them and hear their opinions on things that weren't in 10 second sound bites. And I really like that. But nice. Yeah, it's good. It's nice. Adam, any podcasts for you? I know we talked about um, Conan and. No, I mean we we've talked a little bit about uh, the Office Ladies podcast. Yeah, now. I'm I haven't listened to this week's episode yet. Your uh, prediction, I think, was correct that they started running out of stories. Yeah, wait, because I said I list- that. No, I think it was Adam. No, was it you? <laughs> yes. Oh well, I gave no, Adam I said, all I the good ideas. <laughs> no, he did. Um, I think maybe Braxton and I just. Sp- talked about it yeah we did because we're always on the same wavelength (laughs) practically you guys like (laughs) communicate (laughs) telepathically (laughs) yes uh but i think one of you was right whoever brought this up (laughs) idea up that after a while they were going to kind of run out of stories because i listened to a few and then a few episodes in i was just like yeah so the episode that came out today was the dundies episode yeah um which is now in season two when the show kind of starts to get better um and didn't hear i heard new stories so it was nice i will again continue to probably listen to it weekly just because it will be something on the background um and then when it's like episodes i really care about i'll listen to intently and maybe take notes and send them to braxton and adam and see what they think and then keep (laughs) rejected rejected accepted you've got mail (laughs) that meg ryan and tom hanks movie remember that so good Borders and bookstores. Um, yeah. RIP uh, bookstores. The Adventure Zone. I have been listening to the new season. Oh, it's so good. It is. It's really funny. Yes. And it, I think I might actually be able to keep up this time. It's so, so good. Yeah. More Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, I just... Well, and <laughs> it so, makes me not like you guys. <laughs> <laughs> the Adventure Zone, the D&D podcast has become so popular. We, of course, talked about it in our Dungeons and Dragons episode way back when, when we had just gotten our new setup and we sounded 
like Great. professional podcasters. Um, the Adventure Zone has become, they've made graphic novels out of their D&D campaign and their New York Times bestsellers. It's crazy. Nice. When are we going to do that, Adam? <laughs> Next <laughs> year. Comic books So every single comic book would be us trying to fend off Braxton because he tries to he tries to interrupt and take episode. over yeah. give you the words hey, to use hey it's me Braxton here I am <laughs> coming to steal your microphone oh god hey was it Adam who said uh, <laughs> that thing about office ladies <laughs> no. Daniel's real fired See, up if you now. let me <laughs> stupid Braxton if you let me do the fact check I would be able to fact check myself Ooh, and go nice. back to that episode Wait. at the end of this Braxton. episode and say Braxton was right Adam was one that brought this up during the episode. <laughs> no, because you would be I, wrong. I think I, I think it was me. Let's play the tape. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I think you know I've heard some of the similar stories that they've told over and over in their episodes. Yes, that's a great point I brought up <laughs> earlier, Daniel. <laughs> um, Braxton, the it is only your fault that you're not doing the fact checker right now. Okay, so quit the, acting like the fact check has to be done after the episode has been recorded, and I can actually <laughs> listen to it before it goes live. So you just like have like a very scratchy and tinny recording of uh-huh. like hey, this is Braxton here for the daily the week the twi- bi-weekly fact check it's me Braxton not, it, it is bi-weekly isn't it, uh, it yeah, is, yeah I said daily weekly and then bi-weekly because <laughs> I couldn't remember well, guys, what are we hoping for in 2020? Yeah, what, what, what is everyone looking forward to? Oh, wait, sorry. Can we talk about video games? Because really yeah. briefly, we can talk games. about Braxton's uh, favorite video game of the year. Go for it. Favorite video game of the year? Uh, the Jedi game. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Yes, with the lightsabers. <laughs> He's such nice. a big fan. He yeah. remembers the name. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, you get the lightsabers. You go on a mission. You're not in some dumbass open world where you can do a million different things. It's just like, kill this guy in front of you, move on, get a cool new lightsaber, and save the world. Nice. Adam, favorite video game of the year? Uh, Dirt Rally 2.0. Nice. Very good game. Do yep. you use the whole setup with the wheel and the? I do. Oh god, I gotta, Adam, I gotta Adam, try that. Adam, it's it's a lot of fun. Adam follows traffic laws, so he doesn't break the speed limit. <laughs> he has good like that. Isn't he? <laughs> I I never seem to seem to win the races. I don't understand why. Why is everybody going so fast around me? Um, um, that and the I recently finished Sniper Elite Four. Oh nice! Oh, you're just, so elite. That was it. Was just fun. Like literally, it's a game you can drop into and just kill Nazis and. Killing Nazis. Yeah. Done. Uh, my favorite game of the year was The Outer Worlds. Oh, boo. Boo. I, I am in the, in the very beginning stages of playing that, and it just seems like a Fallout reboot to me. Yes. Lame. It's <laughs> So I lost, so I, I'll say this, I lost interest in Fallout 3 when I last played it, and Skyrim, like, maybe 10 to 15 hours in, because I was like, okay. So that's what's different about the outer worlds though is that 10 to 15 hours into the outer worlds you'd be halfway done three quarters of the way done with the main quest uh, okay. so that's the thing is that it isn't 100 hours hundreds of hours of doing bullshit it's 20 hours if you're doing some <laughs> if you're doing some side questing and some main questing anyway adam so yeah keep don't listen to braxton i know that this probably is not your favorite game but it is totally different from Skyrim and Fallout 3 and Fallout New Vegas in that 
if you get 15 hours in, you are so close to, you could beat the game. Like you could okay. beat the game within 15 hours. Okay. It's really what you're putting into it. You only get out what you put into it, Adam. Yeah, Adam, just like just your butt. Just try harder. <laughs> okay. Thanks. Just try Thanks harder and just like your butt. Um, <laughs> your butt. <laughs> uh, so yeah, hopes for 2020. Um, I am looking forward to skiing. Ooh, yeah, cool. I, I like skiing. I have some big ski trips coming up this nice. year. Nice. Where yeah. are you going? X Games. Uh, yeah, X Games. <laughs> uh, the Olympics. Oh, <laughs> hanging with Sean White. Yeah. No, no, he's a snowboarder, man. I'm, oh, I'm hanging right. with Michaela. See, Schiffer. oh yeah, I know what you're talking Adam about. Adam is. See what Adam does is straps two snowboards to his feet and calls it skiing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's a new Lindsey Vaughn documentary coming out on HBO. I, think. I watched it. It's really oh, good. Is it? It's very see, good. See, why did we not talk about this earlier? I forgot. Adam <laughs> clearly see, was that yeah. guy. That's how much he cares about it. Um, nice, Adam. Maybe yeah. we could do a skiing episode. Yeah. I, I'm going to Canada twice this year. What? Whistler? Uh, no, Banff. Oh, very yeah. nice. Are you then, going to Thistler? Why are you going twice? And why aren't we invited? So yeah. one week in Banff with Dad and then another week up at Montreblanc with, with my dad. What does Banff stand for? Badass motherfucker. Just like B A N F F. Gosh, Damn no, it. we're going because we bought the uh, Icon season pass. So uh, you get access there, mm-hmm. That's and very it's cool. the the U.S. dollar is so strong against the Canadian dollar right now. It's cheaper Damn. for us to go and fly, stay in Banff than it is to fly out to like Alta, Utah. How about that? Shit. Well, you know, Trump called Trudeau a two face. Oh my god! But a nice guy today. Jesus. He's two-faced, oh, but a nice Senator's guy. Breath. And I think when Did he said two-faced, my... what he meant was blackface. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Bad all around. Okay. Um, Bra- well, Adam, that's cool. That'll I'm be very fun. excited for Good you. Good for you and yeah. your dad. Braxton, that's really cool. Let's go on our own skiing trip. Okay, let's and do it. stay in the room next to Adam and yeah. his dad's <laughs> hotel room. Let's go up to Appalachian Ski Mountain and really, like, See what the real slopes yeah. are like. Yeah. Black diamonds. Yeah. <laughs> All three runs they have. <laughs> That's really one run. <laughs> uh, Braxton, what are you looking forward to in 2020? Oh, gosh, guys. I don't know. You know, just just hanging with my bros, chilling out. Yeah. You know. Any particular um, stuff? <laughs> uh, no, I didn't know I needed to prepare for that. Well, for this episode. This is the yearly roundup, so it would make sense that we Adam got through at... almost this whole episode. He has not said billions and billions of <laughs> listeners yet. I know. I think he's feverish. <laughs> uh, and you haven't said he had to take a dump. Well, we haven't taken a break. Oh, okay. So, and here we are at the end of the episode. Yeah. Um, new year. Yes. <laughs> new year, new Adam. Um, what are you looking forward to in 2020? I'm looking forward to hanging out with you guys. Okay. Doing Aww. more bike rides. Uh, a new Halo game is going to be coming out. Oh, God. And then the new Xbox is going to be coming out in 2020. There's a new one? Yep. So does that mean I have to get it to be able to play new games? Uh, no. So, well, here's the thing. The new Xbox is going to be backwards compatible with all the games that you have now, but there will still be games for you to play on your Xbox One. It will just be different. So what you're saying is I need to buy it. Yeah, totally. Right okay. Now. I'll order it. Pre-order. Done. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, and I'm looking forward to Adam recording more podcast episodes yes. with you and growing this media empire that we have. <laughs> um, well, thank you guys. Uh, Braxton, thank you so much. For thank you for always having me. The listeners, always. do they ask about me constantly? 
All the time. No. That's all a, the time. That's a number one number one request on Twitter. Is Don't worry, where guys. Where you bring back the Braxton <laughs> fact check is coming, whether Adam or Daniel approve it or not. not. It'll be your own separate podcast, and we'll glom <laughs> on to our podcast. Um, Braxton, do we? Do you want to promote your own little shit for something like yeah, your own comedy pot show that you're doing? You're yeah. going to be at the Arc Light soon. Um, I'm going to roll that out on a separate episode. Nice, cool, yeah, cool, but cool, no, cool. I'm not currently promoting some. I'm just coming out of here Left for field. the yeah just for the generosity of my heart head full of steam yep nice yep no i don't i'm not pimping anything tonight um i'm gonna pimp something really quick Uh-oh. adam uh we forgot to mention it on our last episode before our season break but we have a survey out we would very much like our listeners to answer some survey questions. I filled it out. You did, and I appreciate it, but we didn't <laughs> announce it in a podcast episode, so not many people did it. We got two responses. <laughs> um, but it will be in the show notes. We would love to get opinions on the next season and what you would like to hear more of other than Braxton talking. <laughs> so, yes, please fill out our survey. All of I already did. I told you I already did. So <laughs> you don't need to tell me twice. I keep forgetting <laughs> that you're our biggest fan, uh, Adam. We can be found on multiple social media platforms. We can at, all on the social media. Adam social. gets this right about fifty percent of the time. <laughs> no, Braxton even. fact check. Uh, we can be found at Twitter at. Oh no! This is the this is the bad one. <laughs> See, this is why I do it. This is why I do it first. <laughs> All right, I'm just going to say we can be found on Twitter at passionfruits p2. It's passionfruits p2. Just search passionfruits podcast, username passionfruits p2. All right, Adam, Instagram passionfruits podcast and Facebook passionfruits podcast. And if you would love to just email us, you know, maybe we should get a PO box set up so people can send us souvenirs and uh I like that. Um, Postcards, like you send us a postcard sure. from Canada. Or a love letter <laughs> from love jail. Letter. Um, <laughs> yeah. We're, we're, oh, God. Yes. That could be, that's an untapped market. We're very popular in Folsom Prison. Death Row. <laughs> um, we can, you can email us at passionfruitspodcast at gmail.com. I am on. When are you going to get, when is it going to be passionfruitspodcast at passionfruitspodcast.com? Uh, we got to get a WordPress or a Squarespace for that. Let's work on that. 2020. 2020. Moving forward. Um, I am on Instagram and Twitter at Dan is in the radio. Please don't sell me jeans. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm on Instagram and Twitter at Adam.Tay. Please don't sell him jeans. Or something like that. Uh, Braxton, would you like to say our famous outro? Please just don't yell into the microphone very loudly. <laughs> what is the outro? Uh, you don't, you're our biggest fan. You don't know the damn outro? What the hell, dude? It's something about billions what of listeners. What the fuck? Get, Adam took a dump. Get the hell out of what? here. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye.